Hello Aspens, you are here into the Aspen Boys. In this episode, we are going to discuss about the eco-sensitive zones. On January 20th, the Ministry of Environment, Forest and Climate Change published a draft notification to declare an eco-sensitive zone around the Wayanad Wildlife Sanctuary in Kerala. Issuing the draft notification, the Ministry invited objections or suggestions from the public on the proposal which should be submitted within the period of 60 days. Since then, the resistance against the proposed eco-sensitive zone has been mounting from the district Wayanad especially from political parties and local bodies in the region. Vaina district panchayat passed a resolution against the draft notification. Several block panchayats have also initiated similar steps. Kerala Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan and opposition leader Ramesh Chennitala sought the intervention of Prime Minister Narendra Modi to repeal the draft notification. He said that the notification would affect the farmers living in densely populated areas coming under the proposed notified area. But in this note, you have to understand what are the eco-sensitive zones and who notifies the eco-sensitive nodes and what is the zones, what is the procedure for notifying these ESZ and activities allowed and prohibited in this region and its importance. So completely let's get into the topic. Eco-sensitive zones is a buffer or transition zone around highly protected areas such as national parks and wildlife sanctuaries. The purpose of declaring eco-sensitive zones is to create some kind of shock absorbers to the protected areas by regulating and managing the activities around such areas. The government regulates and manages the activities in such areas so that there is no external harm to the higher protected areas and therefore the basic aim is to regulate certain activities around national parks and wildlife sanctuaries so as to minimize their impact on fragile ecosystem of the protected areas. Eco-sensitive zones are notified by the central government through Ministry of Environment, Forest and Climate Change under the provisions of the Environment Protection Act of 1986. However, delineation of the extent of eco-sensitive zones area is site-specific. Its width varies, varies from one protected area to the other. As for the Wildlife, Science, wildlife Conservation Strategy, 2000-2005 and Supreme Court judgments, the area may generally extend up to 10 km around the protected area. If the sensitive corridors, connectivity and ecologically important patches crucial for landscape linkages are involved, then the area beyond 10 km width can also be notified as the eco-sensitive zone. Moreover, the distribution of an area of eco-sensitive zone and the extent of regulation may not be uniform all around and it could be a variable width and extent. The Environment Protection Act 1986 does not mention the word eco-sensitive zone. The Section 3 of Clause 2 Subclause V of the Act says that the central government can restrict areas in which any industries, operations or processes shall not be carried out or shall be carried out subject to certain safeguards. Besides the Section 5 of Clause 1 of this Act says that the central government can prohibit or restrict the location of industries and carrying on certain operations or processes on the basis of the considerations like the biological diversity of an area, maximum allowable limits of the concentration of pollutants of the area, and also environment compatible land use proximity to the protected areas. Two clauses have been effectively used by the government to declare eco-sensitive zones or ecologically fragile areas EFA. The same criteria have been used for by the government to declare no development zones also. So here the procedure is a small committee made of wildlife warden and ecologists, revenue department officials and officials from local bodies to study the activities around the protected areas. Then this committee prepares an inventory of land use patterns, different types of activities and the number of industries around protected areas and wildlife corridors 
then the chief wildlife warden then groups the activities under prohibited restricted and permissible categories once these proposals are finalized they are sent to the minister of environment and forest climate change to for further processing and notification so here there are some activities where are which are classified as prohibited activities regulated activities permitted activities uh, the details of which have been given in my blog you can visit there and you can make the note of it the importance of zones are like see if at all a forest area or a protected zone cannot be differentiated from the mainland by drawing a line between the two the ecosystem zones is like an ecotone which is the transition between two biological communities or ecosystems it reduces the impact of human intervention in the core protected areas ecosystem zones help in into to conservation which deals with conservation of an endangered species in its natural habitat for example the conservation of one horn rhino of kaziranga national park assam they also minimize forest depletion and man animal conflict the protected areas are based on the core and buffer model of management through which local areas communities are also protected and benefited but there are some challenges to the ecosystem zones that is the need for development activities uh, i mean the activities such as construction of dams roads urban and rural infrastructure in the ecosystem zone create interference negatively impact upon the environment and imbalance the ecological system for example construction of a road would lead to cutting down of trees which would further impact upon soil erosion thereby destroying the habitats of the species preserved under the ecosystem zone and also the other challenge is governance and new laws by failing to recognize the rights of forest communities and curbing poaching of animals legislations like environmental protection act 1986 wildlife protection act 1972 undermine the ecosystem zones in favor of developmental activities for example the new draft notification for reducing the ecosystem zone of banergatta national park it also affects the tourism and exotic invasive species like exotic species like eucalyptus and acacia auriculiformis etc and are their plantation create a competing demand on naturally occurring forests and climate change is the biggest challenge where the biodiversity and climate change are interconnected for example the rise is of in global temperature has generated land water and ecological stress on the ecosystem zones for example you can say that the forest fires or the assam floods which badly affect the kaziranga national park and its wildlife and also there are so much of opposition from the local communities because the slash and burn techniques used in agriculture pressure of increasing population and the rising demand for fire food and forest produce etc exerts the pressure on the protected areas many a times human settlements including tribal colonies and agricultural lands come within the proposed ecosystem zones and the regulation of activities in these ecosystem zones is vehemently opposed by the local population giving more impetus to afforestation deforestation of degraded forests regeneration of lost habitats reducing climate change impacts by promoting carbon footprint and through education etc propagating conservation techniques and uh, creating awareness about over exploitation of resources and its adverse impacts among masses government civil society and stakeholders are largely required to collaborate with each other for balancing sustainable development with the devel- with the development of these forests this is all about the ecosystem zones here is a question for you you have to think about it like production of the wildlife sanctuary is in fact protecting the sustenance of people comment on the notification of the ecosystem zone and the controversies surrounding it please answer please answer in my blog under the comment section where i will verify your answer and uh, let's have a chat in my show 
where we talk about any current affair which is important in the accordance with the upsc exam i hope you like this episode if you do like this episode please share it to your friends and also please follow the blog where i provide the all the notes of all the episodes i made